All right. And we are back. Back in action at the Chanel East Coast show with your girl. You know who this is. Coming to you from the Washington metropolitan area. And we are here today to do a recap on a very special topic, you guys. Remember I came in and I said, we're going to talk about people in general. Not just men, not just women, not just fathers, not just mothers. But we're going to talk about everybody. And we're going to get into a little bit of information. Um, Season three, we're going to get into some formal information in regards to the effects that abandonment has on children and even how long it can last until adulthood. But today, today we're going to have a little bit of fun. I have a guest in the house today. Miss Alley Cat is in the house. Say hello, Miss Alley Cat. Hey, hey. <laughs> All right. And so Miss Allie is here today to, you know, kind of talk with me about this concern I have. And if you guys had not tuned in before, uh, you don't know, but you're going to find out right now that the topic of the show, it is called Abandoned. And why are we doing that topic today? Because we have too many children that have mothers or fathers that jump in and out of their life. They act as if their child is a toy that they can just pick up and play with and put it back in the box whenever they feel fit. Hmm. And we got some that they don't even want to pay for the toy. They don't want to help you with child support. They don't want to show up. They just want to jump in and out and some kind of use the mother or the father as leeway to play these games with, you know, their children. But we also want to get into something that's near and dear and quite personal to me myself. And that's, you know, how long a sense of abandonment can run into your adulthood. And so I just wanted to talk with my guest today and just get her opinions today. Because remember, I told you guys, I can give mine, but the show is not about just me. It's about all of us, right? So let's let's see what you all have to say in the Q&As. And we're going to come right back and we're going to speak with Miss Ali Cat. And I hope you guys are ready for what she got to say. Hey you guys, Chanel East Coast here. I wanted to talk to you guys for a second because I was wondering if you know this amazing information. Did you know that when you record with Spotify, you can pretty much record from anywhere? You know, I travel a lot and most of the time I can do this podcast from a plane, train or automobile. It's amazing. Spotify will definitely help you get your podcast out there for others to hear. And guess what? You can make a little bit of cash on the side. So don't be afraid to work with Spotify and do your podcast just like me. I'm sure you'll love how flexible and convenient it can be. Come on out and hang out with me at the Chanel East Coast Show. Hope to see you there. Start recording. All right, so you guys, we are back from that short commercial break. I really hope you enjoyed what you heard, but let's get back into it. So I have my guest, Ali Cat here. And as you know, today we are talking about abandonment, whether it's abandonment from a parent that has been jumping in and out of a child's life 
or whether it's abandonment from a parent and you are now an adult and you know you're still kind of feeling the effects of that abandonment or you know maybe you're dating someone and you have children and something about them not getting along with your children has caused some type of abandonment or strife so let's jump right on into it alley cat alley cat what's up girl what's up what's up all right i want to thank you for coming in today to be on our show you like the ambiance up in here Love it. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, you are very welcome. So, as you know, I'm talking about this topic, abandonment. And, you know, what brought me to the topic was a personal experience um, for myself where, you know, I just really have felt abandoned by a few people, situations, and things like that that we'll get into later when you read my book. (laughs) Yes, that will come out soon. But I was just, you know, wanted to talk to you today and ask you, like, have you ever had a friend or yourself that had to deal with, like, maybe a child parent that just kind of jumps in and out of their life? Of course. Not even about, with like, with a child or even a parent. It can be anybody as a human being. I've had friends, people who use you for what they can use you for until they can't use you no more. Mm-hmm. I've taken care of grown men who I thought that had potential, and I felt like they have potential. They still might have potential. Because I'm not going to get nowhere if I hate them my whole life. Mm. Even though I can deep down hate them. But it's just you as a person. Sometimes it gets tiresome being the bigger and better person. Because sometimes you feel like that doesn't always pave the way out of being the bigger or better person. Sometimes it does hurt you more. And would it hurt you more? Not only within yourself or your feelings. Financially. Mm. And then some people who do take advantage of you don't have priorities that you have nor kids or a household to take care of but they will use you for everything until they can't use you no more it's like just like where those like growing up in the south the little suckles i remember those from the trees yes Mm -hmm. and so you can only suckle them so much but you it's like you suckled me so much you dried me out and Mm. taken all the life Mm. out of me so abandonment could be anywhere and then also, sometimes when you're abandoned, you get attached to the wrong people and feel like you have to do, you have to be right and do right by the wrong people when they're not even doing right nor doing for you. And you don't even ask for anything. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion and how I feel. Well, you know, you touched on some things that I can say I can relate to, um, especially with relationships. You said something about um, the financial part of that, right? And I want to go ahead and I want to kind of dig into that part right there in regards to relationships and abandonment um, and what happens financially. Um, Like, it's just, it's crazy to me. I don't want to get into the whole all men or all women type of situation. So we'll say for those that this applies... Humans, there we go. Humans, period. And we'll say for those that this applies to, then you know it's you. And for those who it does not apply to, you know it's not you. But, you know, I found myself trying to explain um, to a male friend of mine how when he allows his woman to depend on him, and when I say allow, meaning he came to her with the, I want to take care of you. You're my baby. I love you. I would never see you out. You know, he makes That means these... he doesn't want you to have your own independence. He yeah, wants but... you to rely and depend on him, on and, him and... for everything. Mm-hmm. Even though you're your own independent woman with mm-hmm. themselves. And I agree with that, right? But I agree with that. women, we want to follow and have someone lead, but it's a certain way. Because with being with a man, 
as a woman, you can lead and have a man follow. It can be reverse roles, but when men think that you should follow, you should follow and my opinion, worship them. Mm. Now, mm. I will worship somebody who does for me and treats me equally. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to worship you when you say you want to take care of me because when you want to take care of me, now you want to take advantage of the situation. Because say if I lose my job or I lose something bad, now I have to beg you. Okay, now now I want to I want to touch on that fully ding, too. Ding ding ding. Because mm-hmm. see, here's the thing. Like I was explaining to him, you know, you let her depend on you because you made her promises and when you carry yourself as an upright elite type man even you carry yourself as an alpha male when you carry yourself as the breadwinner when you carry yourself as the person who is far more capable of doing certain things that she really couldn't do or you just perceived that she could not do and then the moment things aren't going your way or she did not do things based on what i'm hearing yes it is not okay Okay to tell a person you have their back and then when things go south you drop in like it's a bad habit and you know abandon the situation um but I want to ask you Ali you know with the relationship situations and anything that would be perceived as abandonment you know we're grown-ups so sometimes we can kind of move away from that and and heal eventually and things like that and you guys don't get me wrong i have gone through some of these things i've gone through things myself and i will get into that but not too much of that because like i said you will be able to read a lot once my book airs so again ali i wanted to ask you like so now this is this is personal i'm gonna go and put this one out there this is personal so i have a young daughter as you know and I absolutely hate the fact when we're not going to get into the $55,000 behind in child support because her emotions mean more, more than, than the time, than that, the is time that is spent that he should have been paying child support. So even though that is there, right? It's scary. Also, it's probably hard for you because even I know that it, like money is something, it's just an object and you can't die with it. Unless you like Drake, bury me in my money. Oh, Drake crazy tale. <laughs> but you want to show your daughter that you're not the bitter person because you're far from it. Also, you got out of that situation that could have caused harm. Not only, like, I'm not saying physically, but mentally hmm. and emotionally. Well, it did. And it, well, <laughs> and it, okay, it did cause physical harm. But spending time with your child is more than that fifty-five thousand. Mm-hmm. But you can only—it's hard. You can't keep giving people chances and then it's like when uh even a man or a woman is so good to their child for this little bit of time they spend time then they just drop off and leave them your child that's how you create abandonment issues don't come in my life and be good to me and then dip set and leave on me because that hurts me and then also nobody's bitter it hurts me because my child hurts because my child is excited to see you and be with you even though i know you're not the ish Mm mm-hmm but I'm not going to sit there and demean you and belittle you in front of my child. Right. Because it doesn't help but, anything. And it hurts that the person that you're with, they never understand that because they think they're obligated to the child that we had together all the time. But you don't know that I'm the parent that's protecting my child all the time and wiping her tears, making up excuses. Mm, that part. All the time and trying to seem like you're this good person. And then sometimes when you're the full-time parent... 
it sucks because then you look like the bad person because then it looks like, oh, I'm trying to keep you away from, you know, your mother or your father. I'm protecting you mm. or your mother or your father. They bailed on you once again. They mm-hmm. left you once, once again. again. Mm. And that's all they do. And I don't ask for nothing. I don't do this. I don't do that. But it's hard to try to be in a, a situation. How do you tell your child? You can't just sit there like, well, they had other plans, other obligations. And you can't sit there and tell them that because... Even though they're mature enough and old enough to realize no one wants them, but that's not how you're going to put it in a formation of a word. Mm-hmm. You don't want to always try to make them seem like the bad guy, but it sucks when you do so much as a parent that is a full-time parent, you're always opted the bad guy and the part-time parent or the person that abandoned you, even if it's a parent or it's not a parent, the person who abandoned you, they're always the good guy. That and if you ask because me, excuses are always, always made. Yeah, and if you ask me, it's it's the first version of Stockholm syndrome with a child. It's it's like this is your abuser in a way, right? Because abandonment, in my opinion, I will make it very clear. Yes, abandonment, in my opinion, is abuse, and it is quite criminal to me. Abandonment is real. It is real, because what it causes and how it trinkles down on the psyche is just, it's just not okay. It's not okay at all. And, you know, I feel like more should be done in the legal but it system. Never is. Also, when I feel it comes like abandonment down. is talking about more versus oh, it that's was what, when yeah. back then. And that's what because I was saying. Back then you always had to keep quiet. You always had to be happy. You always mm-hmm. had to be pregnant and barefoot. You always had to do this, but you never knew what you were hurting through and going through. Mm-hmm. And seeing that's and that's too is what I was touching on. So I don't know if anyone knows what Stockholm syndrome is, but it's basically when you identify with your abuser. So like a lot of times you have people who get kidnapped and they don't they they're so long that and they end up having children sometimes with their kidnapper and things like that. I'm they become friends, friends with, them. with them. And I know you all have heard different stories about Stockholm Syndrome. And I want y'all to consider if, you know, what is that for a child? That child is identifying with the person who abandons them because they want so much more of them that when they get a little bit of it, it's like they think that's the the cat's meow. Like it's it's everything. It's, it's great. Okay. It's amazing. And this is supposed to be okay. But no, you have good mothers and good fathers who understand the process that happens with the mind and the body when a child is jumped in and out of their life like that. So protection has to happen. Okay. And bigger than that, like with my situation, I don't I don't like the fact that you don't do anything. And it makes me wonder. How do you really feel about your child? Do you really love your child? Or is your child a token or a trophy when you get into new relationships just for Mm -hmm. you to be able to say, oh, I have this beautiful little girl or I have this beautiful little boy. And then you spend this short period of time bringing that child around the new mate and making things seem like you're this wonderful parent. And new mates can be hateful. And new mates can be, oh, that's a whole different story. And you do all of these things and you get this child thinking they have a second, a good second family. And then y'all don't make it or she get mad that you talk to her mother or she yeah. gets or whatever. Something happens. And all of a sudden this child is dropped off again. Yeah. is not picked back up again. It's not getting all that same love that they were getting before. And it is horrible to do that to a child. 
regardless of new relationships, it's horrible to do that to a child. But you want to know what else is horrible to do to a child? Any child, any, well, I'm going to take back any age. I'm going to say once they become a teenager, there's more room for discussion and more room for figuring out, you know, what this strife is and what's going on. But I have a huge problem with men or women who can't get along with their mate's minor children. That's disgusting. And even when you do get along, the significant other, male or female, are happy with that person when they're happy with that kid. So you Mm. have this perfect, happy family. And the minute something ticks the significant other, opposite sex, male or woman, then that's when they start changing towards the child. Mm -hmm. Regular routines start going different, start going off. Like you were this good parent, we were co-parenting. We were this, we we're that. Even not even with parent-wise, even with your abuser or if someone raped you, mm-hmm. you, like everything will go good. And then when something's not going good in their life, that's when you get t- treated bad because yeah. now their life isn't going peaches and cream. Exactly. And then the the person that's getting abused gets the wrath of mm, everything, everything, and then gets left like they were nothing. Mm. I kind of felt like that um, when I went through my divorce with my ex-husband. I, I could be very honest about that. And, I, you know, and shout out to Center for Abused Persons because I'm going to tell you something. Um, they do a wonderful job helping individuals understand uh, their situation. I know for a fact my counselor definitely helped me understand that the abuse I uh, went through was not my fault, that it really wasn't anything I could have done to change how that other person uh, was the reactor being yeah you know the the one piece of advice i would give somebody who deals with that type of situation i I tend to say this you have to learn how to get away you have to learn how to cope and more than anything you have to remember that when your reaction is stronger than their action you then become the bad guy and think about that for a second you know for those of you who do not did not hear that i'm going to say that one more time When someone does something to hurt you, if your reaction to it is stronger than their action, then they can flip the script and make you the bad guy. And I really hope you understand what I'm saying by that. I'm not saying not to react. What I'm saying is breathe, find a legal or peaceful way to get away from that individual that is causing you to possibly step out of your own character. I can tell you guys, I'm good for that. You understand me? I'm good for that. If I can see that the toxicness of this person is affecting me to the point where I don't even know who I am when I look in the mirror. Oh, honey, we I will get out your car. You can go about I mean, your sometimes, business. Sometimes I take time. It does. Your yeah. abuser has beat you down and made you make believe of you're this, you're that, you're nothing, you'll ever be nothing, you'll be nothing without me. But sometimes that takes time within yourself. And mm. a lot of people don't get help. And yeah. I'm like, especially, I'm not saying that age difference, but sometimes if you're middle age or older, depending what ethnicity you are, um, counseling is, it's not a thing. It's, it's frowned upon. It, it's frowned upon. Yeah. You have to be quiet and be secret about it. And now that a lot of people are getting help, which is amazing, mm. but a lot of people who have gone through it and haven't healed from it never got help because it's frowned upon. No matter what ethnicity mm. you are, 
it's, it's frowned, it's frowned upon, upon and you feel like you shouldn't get help because especially if you grew up religious mm-hmm. if you grew up this way if you grew up that way or tight knit or however you grew up mm-hmm. you shouldn't get help because that's within our family what stays in our family you know what happens here business, stays here and stays that's here. A, and that's, that's a, not the thing that's a real old school um way of thinking too because that's how our grand our great grandparents grandparents and parents were raised it wasn't until like the 90s that mental health and, and mental education even really surfaced you know um we had parents and grandparents and great grandparents that didn't believe in hugging boys they didn't believe in um listening to a boy cry they didn't believe men have to be in strong. anything men have to be strong guess what it's not true i'm gonna tell you something the strongest man i have ever met was the one who was able to in a very Calm, not calm. He wasn't calm, but I'm gonna say he wasn't aggressive. He wasn't belligerent. He wasn't name calling. He cried. He was hurt. He expressed his feelings, and I had so much respect for that because he knew how to say what he wanted to say. I don't think he knew he was gonna say as much as he ended up saying to me, but I definitely could respect wholeheartedly um, his level of emotion and compassion for himself. And the people he was dealing with and his hurt. So, you know, I'm happy that mental health and um, has been recognized to a point now that we do have a few men um, going and getting themselves counseling. I feel like if you are a man that was in the service, you know, if you were part of the Army, Air Force, Navy, especially Marine, bless their, heart. uh, bless their hearts. And if you come out and, you know, you're you have vices that you can't control or you're drinking and you're causing pain and issues to other people, you know, I cannot tell you that it's okay but I, that you're doing that, but I can tell you that it is okay to go get yourself some help. And it is okay to realize that you just may not be the clear-headed one in your situation and in your relationship. And on a side note, you know, for my women, you know, who have gone through same thing, military things like that, please make sure you get yourself some help. Um, Don't abandon yourself. And that's where I'm going with that, you guys. Don't abandon yourself because they say hurt people hurt people, right? So no matter what your level of life is, whether you're a doctor, whether you work for a union and pick up trash, it doesn't matter. Be your best person so that you can assume the best to your child or your mate. And in order to be that best person, sometimes you just really got to go and get yourself some help. You have to get some counseling because when you turn around and you find yourself abandoning your child, picking up and going in and out as you please, as if it doesn't affect that child, you're giving them exactly what you're currently fighting. So don't do that. When you make promises to a young lady and you know she believes you and you abandon the situation, don't do that because you just may cause her to do the same thing to someone else or to her own child. That goes for men too. Men to women, excuse me, that goes for women as well. Women, don't tell that man that you have his back and that you'll be there for him. If you're going to turn around and go mess with his cousin, or if you're going to turn around and go talk about him to his friends, you know, we have to stop abandoning each other's emotions, each other's financial situations, each other's spiritual beliefs. We have to buck up 
put our big girl panties on and our big boy drawers on. Yep, I said it. And we got to get out here and we have to talk to each other and, 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 and get to know each other. Okay, yeah, so you didn't want to deal with that person's ways. That's fine. So what you do is you sit down and you express that in a loving way with empathy. Because guess what? Nobody was born crazy. Do you understand that? No. We unfortunately got cut off, you guys. We have so many callers trying to get through that I must apologize. We had one cut the daggone line, but it's all good. And as, as I just um, explained to you, miss, I will definitely, definitely get back to you. And all Q&As will be on the show um, by Thursday. So just look out to hear yourself and you'll be able to revisit the show. Now, back to what I was saying, if I can remember a recap um, where I was at in it. I think I was saying that we basically have to stop uh, treating each other in manners that's unfair. So don't don't abandon your loved ones. Don't abandon your children. Don't abandon your coworkers. Don't abandon. Stop abandoning everything. You cannot be a coward. Okay. You have to face things that you've done. You have to face things that have been done to you. And please don't get me wrong. It's easier said than done. It is. But that's why I gave that shout out to Cap because at the end of the day. CAP and other organizations are really good at counseling and trying to talk down some of these emotions, some of these um, thoughts, and some of these ways, because we just have to do better by each other. Um, I really feel like if we take the position of instead of saying, oh, she's crazy, oh, she's bipolar, why not walk over and say, you know, I heard that you're going through some things and, and I heard you're bipolar. You know, what happened? Did that happen when you were born? Was that something that came about throughout life? And I'm going to say, I find it very hard to believe that anybody was just born that way. Sometimes, you know, by the time you get through a marriage, by the time you had a whole bunch of kids and nobody is helping you, by the time you go through certain life changes, then yeah, you didn't embark into some anxiety and some depression and some anger. You're going through these things. So why is it that only a person who went to school for what you're dealing with concerned? What, what happened to the parent that should be concerned for that child? What happened to the man that should be concerned with the woman that he claims he wanted in his life. What happened with the woman that thought that man was so handsome, thought he was so successful and wanted him in her life, but she's mad at him because he has PTSD. She's mad at him for having PTSD. Does that really make sense? You need to be mad at whatever caused him to have that PTSD. You, you get what I'm saying? Like I told my friend who was dating the guy that drank a lot. Don't be mad at him for that. Don't be mad at him for that. Try to figure out why. And if he will allow it and be receptive, help him. But if he don't want to help himself, then you just got to pray for him. If you're a Christian, you just got to pray for him. If you're not a Christian, I wish I really would wish that you all were, but if you're not a Christian or whatever the case may be, no, I'm a heavy Christian. I call out God, Jesus all the time. Hallelujah. And I don't mean that in a Badia way. I mean that in a real way, you know. But at the end of the day, um, regardless of a religion, regardless of a race, regardless of a sex, regardless of an origin, regardless of a job, regardless of a statue, 
You have to learn to love a person that's hurting enough to say, you're hurting, I see it, what happened, can I help? And if you can't do any of that, then shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Because we were all raised with our grandparents saying what? What was the saying, Allie? If you don't, if you, if you don't have nothing to say, don't say it at all. That's right. If you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. And we have to be better to each other. And you know, for those who agree with what I've had to say or agree with what Ali has had to say, you know, let's spread that energy. Let's spread that love. Let's help others help others. Each one teach one, right? So if we can run around saying hurt people, hurt people, how about we can run around and say hurt people can be asked why they're hurting. Mm -hmm. Also, sometimes the people that hurt people, hurt people, you have to know, you got to leave them alone. Yeah. Sometimes you have to leave. They can be hurt. They can have PTSD. They have anything. But if they continue to hurt you and don't want to get help within themselves or they don't want your help or they don't want you as a listening ear, sometimes you have to take yourself from the situation because a hurt person hurts someone, you're going to end up hurting yourself. Exactly. And you're going to lose mm-hmm. yourself in the situation that's you're going to keep letting hurt you. Mm-hmm. And that's very true. So understand, you guys, there's a difference between walking away from something that's toxic and hurting you and opposed to abandoning a situation that you were responsible for. There is a difference. So I don't want anyone to think that we are saying, oh, you know, if, even if they're an alcoholic, just stay there and let them abuse you and let them say anything or let them be any way or let them hurt themselves. Yeah, and so you guys, We keep having callers that's cutting out the line. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up this segment (laughs) so that we can get to the Q&As because, you know, it's getting so good of a discussion that we're falling into the Q&A time and it's cutting us off. So y'all don't want you guys to have to keep hearing the stop and go. So again, you guys, let's love each other. Abandonment is a real thing. In some cases, like I said, in my opinion, it definitely should be considered criminal if you're doing something like that to a child. Um, but, you know, we have our Q&As up, and I encourage you guys to go ahead and give a call in. The link is right in our bio. You can find us online at Chanel East Coast Show on Spotify. You can get your Q&As by just making an account, and we'll be sure to get you on the show if that is something that you would like to do. Again, I am very happy to have Miss Alley Cat here. Allie, Allie, what you got to say? Anything else you want to say, Miss Allie Cat? Just thank you for listening. Please tune in again for the next episode. Yep, yep, yep. And so you guys... Listen here, we're going to also be having a new podcast come out. I will be telling you about it come season four. It is called Shop Talk, and I'll have more information for you. Shout out to CAP. Shout out to all mental health organizations. If you are having any issues, please reach out to someone that can help. If you're having financial issues that have caused you to abandon a child, please seek a way to, you know, help help out. You know, and if you are a person who was abandoned yourself, just know this, honey. Just know this, sir. You're not alone. You're not alone. 
you're definitely not alone. So if you want to call and talk to us, call and talk to us because we got plenty to talk about. Believe that. And we will be back again to the Chanel East Coast show where we're going to get a little more detailed about the effects of abandonment. Until then, thank you for dialing in and we will see you soon at the Chanel uh, East Coast show. Stay tuned.